Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Cannabis Tech Talks. With me today is Josh Crossney, president, CEO, and founder of CSC Events. Um, so you're best known for the Cannabis Science Conference. Um, and you've been a great partner of Cannabis and Tech Today since the start. We really appreciate it. And you're doing such awesome work. So I'm thrilled to to sit down with you and hear about um, the next conference coming up. It's uh, in February, February 2nd through the 4th. Is that right? Yep, that's absolutely right. And it's great to join you today. And I've always loved working with um, you and the team at Cannabis and Tech Today. And I, I want to say, I think I was your first podcast guest ever uh, back yeah. when we filmed in uh, MJ Biz in New Orleans. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. When was that? Was that 2019? Um, so that was cool. So I think that might have been 2018 or maybe 2019, but um, it, it's great to be back with you um, and, and to sit here today. And we're really excited about our upcoming conference. And, you know, we have traditionally hosted our West Coast show in Portland, Oregon, um, but we're kind of following the numbers of, you know, attendees coming from where they're coming from. And, you know, California is kind of where it's at. So we're really excited that we're moving our West Coast show to Long Beach, California um, this year to, you know, join in on the largest legal cannabis market in the world. <laughs> yeah, that's a great demographic. And they're doing a lot of cool stuff with science. Um, I was just speaking with uh, Nadave Yal from um, uh, ABNA. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, the Terpene Technology Company. Yep. They're doing yep. such cool stuff. And he was saying that California is one of his most interested markets um, as far as the science that they're putting out. Absolutely. And Nadav is a great friend of mine in the show. He's actually one of our presenters for the upcoming show. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Um, well, before we dive into all the great speakers and um, content that you're going to have at the show, maybe you can tell our audience a little bit about how did you become interested in cannabis science? I mean, it's, it's such a niche. Um, and I think everybody's kind of origin story is, is always interesting to hear. It's, it's tell us about yours. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before I got into the cannabis industry, I was doing staffing and recruiting for the analytical science community um, and specific, not cannabis at all at the time. Um, but some of the some of the people I was working with, their brands, and they were starting to kind of slowly get involved with cannabis. Um, so, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, knowing what you're good at and trying to, you know, do that in life. Uh, so, you know, I, before entering the industry, I really wanted to take the time to, you know, look at my skill set, look what I had going on, where my contacts were. Um, and really, you know, going back to 2014, 2015 is when I entered the industry. Um, and like you said, you know, science is like a niche, but like even more so then, um, you know, you look at markets like California going back that time, there wasn't even requirements for quality control testing for cannabis, although it had been legal for medical purposes since 1996. So, you know, obviously um, I'm a big proponent that, you know, cannabis inherently is safe. Um, you know, no one has ever died of a direct overdose of cannabis, but testing for quality control is one of the most important aspects of, you know, this whole industry and really any industry, you know, and when I looked at, you know, the, the work that I was doing at the time, you know, placing candidates in, you know, environmental labs, food safety labs, um, basically anything that comes into contact with humans that's regulated is tested for quality control. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the, you know, things with that is obviously you want to, you know, when you're trying to target treat certain conditions, you want a certain, um, cannabinoid ratio to, you know, really hit those conditions hard. 
Um, but also it's about contamination and other things like human error when, when in cultivation. So obviously if there's mold or, or pesticides or things like that present, um, that's not great for someone who's immunocompromised. And especially when you put that through an extraction process, if there is contamination present, you could potentially be extracting not just the cannabinoids to a more potent level, but also the contaminants that are present in the, in the sample to a more potent level. So really, you know, I just got in the industry because I really wanted to help. And like I said, um, use my skill set and, and bring in some of the contacts that we were working with and some of the brands. Um, and really, you know, very quickly in my journey, like almost immediately, I connected with some families who were um, dealing with pediatric illness like cancer and epilepsy and autism. Um, and the pediatric element really became at that point, a, you know, additional kind of avenue for me to really advocate um, and help these kids. Because what we saw, at, you know, at the time and even still now is, you know, if you're in a market where cannabis is legal medically or recreationally for, you know, different ailments and conditions, um, you know, no one really has a problem with that. But when you add the pediatric element into the conversation, some people start to get a little like, well, you know, you're giving this to children. And it's like, well, you know, in traditional healthcare, we're giving children, you know, benzos, opiates, you know, chemotherapy, radiation. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm also a firm believer in, you know, fact, evidence-based science. Um, so I don't go around saying, you know, cannabis cures this or cannabis heals that. I think that there's a lot of potential there. I think we definitely have, you know, some more work to do. Um, but like I said, I do think there's potential there. But one thing we know is that cannabis definitely helps these kids with the symptoms of things like chemotherapy and radiation and, you know, being able to maintain a resemblance of, you know, a life when going through some of these devastating things. So, um, you know, for me, I, I've been passionate and, you know, about cannabis as like a, you know, consumer or patient or whatever you want to call it for, you know, many, many years. Um, and really, I never would have thought, you know, back in the in the 90s and early 2000s that like, this is what I'd be doing for my career. But it's really cool to, you know, go from something, um, you know, that you might have did recreationally as a teenager to like, you know, this is what we do now. This is our career. And, you know, we're helping people. We're helping spread information and education. And really, that's the name of the game for us. And when did the uh, the science conference start? So we launched our first edition of Cannabis Science Conference in October of 2016. Um, like I said before, in Portland, Oregon. And then we kind of grew the show year after year, kind of doubled in size each time um, at the Oregon Convention Center there. And then in 2019, we, you know, had grown so much. And, you know, really one of the things that's interesting is I actually live in Baltimore, Maryland. So sometimes people are like, what? You live on the East Coast? Because I'm always, you know, everywhere traveling. But, you know, when we launched the show, like I said, preparing in 2015 for a 2016 launch, um, you know, the really the East Coast didn't have much of markets to speak of. So, you know, when you do, you know, conferences like we do, and I'm sure you can relate in, in the publishing field, is, you know, when you're when you're trying to do something, yes, it's all about the education and information sharing, but you also need to, you know, bring in the industry support to, you know, help you enable you to do that. So obviously that, you know, comes into like play with the exhibit hall and the sponsors and things. And it's really hard to, you know, almost impossible to pull sponsors for an event on, you know, the East Coast when there wasn't anything going on. So we kind of knew we had to kind of pack our bags and, and take this dream out West. But it was really exciting over the few years that we have been in Oregon leading up to 2019, how really there was like a medical cannabis revolution on the East Coast where kind of state after state um, had brought on medical programs and some had went to adult use programs as well in that time. So we kind of thought to ourselves like, hey, you know, we should be doing this, 
back home where we live too. So it was really a great feeling to launch our East Coast edition. So in 2019, we actually hosted our um, CSC West in Portland, Oregon at the Oregon Convention Center, which was fabulous. Um, You guys were there. We did some interviews with Chuck and the team, um, with some of our speakers. We had Olivia Newton-John was there uh, with her husband as our keynote speaker. Um, And then we did our Baltimore show. So, you know, like I said, 2019 and then cut to um, 2020, we really, you know, hit the same kind of wall that a lot of other event organizers hit. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, inclined to take a pause. Um, that being said, we did put out some webinars. You know, we tried to keep the educational content flowing without actually being in person. Um, and then we were really excited. We finally were able to get back at things with our Cannabis Science Conference East that was um, in this past September. So obviously still not, you know, perfect timing. You know, we, we obviously took a lot of safety precautions to make sure everyone was safe. You know, masks were required, everything like that. Um, but it was really nice to finally get back together with our community, um, after so long. So we're really excited, you know, we, in September of this year, we were able to pull, I think just over a thousand attendees and, um, somewhere around 70 to 75 vendors. So, you know, that was down obviously a little bit from, from 2019, which, you know, is never fun, but, um, you know, given the circumstances, we were really excited to safely reconvene, um, and to start that trajectory back up. Yeah, what a journey. I remember I we spoke in 2020, I think uh maybe toward the middle or end of the year and you you know, we're kind of talking about the impacts of the pandemic and um how you had been traveling so much leading up to it, you know, in 2019 that you were you were kind of fatigued and in a way, you know, when it started, you were like, "All right, I'll t- catch my breath." But then of course, just like everyone else, you know, we realized the gravity of it and and how long, like enduring it was going to be. I think we were all kind of in the club, like, man, you know, when the Tiger King days, like yeah, this, this was right. going to be going on for right. much longer. And then, yeah, here we are in, in going into 2022. But I was thinking about how much the science has changed since 2016. You, yes. I imagine that the content you're sharing with people must be radically different than when you started. Is that what yes. you're finding is like huge advances in, in what you get to share with people? Yeah, you know, absolutely. There's been so much, you know, evolution, like you said, since 2016. And, you know, when we launched um, in 2016, we originally did one track, which was just kind of, you know, mostly analytical science, you know, sort of the testing and extractions, but also mixed in a little bit of the medical information in there. Um, and there was such great, you know, feedback and attendance, you know, at our first show in 2016, we had about 800 people. So, you know, for our first show and, you know, to put into context, when we were planning the show, we had went through three other venues before that first show because we had plateaued them in size. And, you know, the first time that happened, we were almost a whole year out from the show. So I'm like, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, we're sold out a year before the show. So we had to go out and find other venues. Um, But then after the first show, we, um, we did add the secondary medical cannabis track. So, like I said, the analytical is, you know, the testing, the extractions, all the research and regulations um, in those fields. And then we had the medical cannabis track that was, you know, the doctors, the nurses, the patient stories, um, you know, sharing information about geriatrics with cannabis, pediatrics with cannabis, um, you know, having world's leading researchers come and share that medical information, um, you know, having things like pediatric parents panels that actually come and share their experiences of what it's like, you know, being a parent, treating a pediatric child that's, 
you know, suffering with cancer or another condition um, and, you know, the ups and downs, the good, bad and ugly of everything that comes with that, because I think, you know, with with awareness becomes change. So, you know, making sure people are aware that, you know, folks like that are out there, I think it's really important. Um, and then the year after that, in 2018, we launched our cultivation science track, which is just like it sounds, you know, all the science behind, you know, growing and cultivating the plant. Um, and we've had great, great, amazing people, um, you know, over the years presenting that track. Um, and then in 2019, we actually added our hemp CBD specific track because we found that after the farm bill, a lot of the hemp and CBD brands kind of wanted to have, um, you know, specific things that were catered, you know, specifically to hemp and CBD um, and not kind of mixed in with everything. So, you know, obviously we had covered that over the years in our other tracks, but we thought that it would be good, you know, if that was specifically, you know, the type of business you were in um, and the information you were looking to learn, you could come just to that one specific track. So that was really great. And then, you know, one thing I'm really excited about for the Long Beach show is we are launching our fifth um, educational track, which is psychedelic science, which I don't know how much you guys have looked into that, but, you know, from my, where I'm sitting, it um, it's really happening very quickly. And, you know, compared to, you know, going back to what feels like the dark ages of 2014, 2015 in cannabis, you know, they're really taking a medical approach to the psychedelics and the assisted therapies and things like that. So I really see that moving almost more rapidly than we saw movement even with cannabis back when. So I really feel there's a whole lot of potential um, in that market. And we've got some great speakers lined up um, for our psychedelic launch. I love that. It is fascinating to hear how psychedelics are advancing and they're even starting to create some product lines around um, isolated elements of the of the mushrooms and and doing other cool stuff with mushrooms, even non-psychedelics. Um, like Burner released uh, his Caps line, you know, of it's like a lion's mane and a lot of other yep. cool stuff blended with cannabinoids. So I am thrilled that they're taking a more scientific approach than, you know, maybe we started with cannabis. So I'm sure you're going to get a killer turnout for that track. Yeah, no. And it, it's come together so nicely. And, you know, one thing that was really important to us with, you know, putting together the psychedelic track is, you know, to keep in mind that, yes, we're, we're about the science and the research and, you know, discovering all these great things. But, you know, with cannabis, the same thing, but like, especially with psychedelics, you know, what we're seeing, you know, it's not just about the science. You also need to remember the roots of where this, you know, medicine comes from. And, you know, this is sacred ancient medicine, you know what I mean? That, you know, the Native Americans and, and others have really been the gatekeepers of this knowledge and this medicine for many, many, many years. So we're really excited because, like I said, you know, we are a science conference. So we have people like Dr. Allison Drazen from the Ames Institute is going to be giving a presentation on assisted ketamine therapy. She's doing a lot of work with that. We have AC Braddock um, coming, and she usually has spoken in our extractions um, track and the analytical track about cannabis, but she's doing a lot of work with extracting water-soluble um, psychedelics down to where it limits, you know, nausea and things like that. But then we also have people like Davina Smith, who um, is a leader in the Native American community who actually organized a 360-mile prayer run um, from Salt Lake City, Utah, to Bears Ears National Monument in Utah, collecting sacred medicine along the way um, that was, you know, their indigenous medicine, um, really to bring awareness to the Bears Ears land reduction, which, you know, if you're, your audience isn't familiar with that, I would definitely give that a Google, the Bears Ears um, 
monument land reduction because there was kind of a situation where Obama had given back a lot of this land to the Native Americans. But then when Trump came in, he kind of took some of that back and it's kind of been a back and forth. Um, so that was one of the issues she was raising awareness around and as well as missing, missing um, indigenous women and other you know really important issues to her community. Um, and then we have people like uh, Bernadette and Mino who are like shamanic tobacco healers that really, you know, get into like the, you know, the ceremonial kind of like point of view of, you know, doing psychedelics and how things like that, um, like sacred tobacco is, you know, an experience of its own, but also interacts with other journeys like ayahuasca and, and other things. So like I said, we're really excited because that track is really a good combination of, you know, the new and developing science, but also, like I said, honoring and lifting up the voices of the gatekeepers of this medicine um, and really, you know, getting them together to learn from each other. Wow. That's so um, comprehensive. I really appreciate those different viewpoints and being able to share them in a scientific setting. I think that's yep. valuable and, and probably wildly underdone, underrepresented. <laughs> so well played. I think that's really Thank exciting. You. So you've got, um, this is coming up in February. And then what are you looking at down the road? What's what's coming next for you? Yeah. So, you know, we, like I said, we, we're, we're, we're really looking to get back to our two show a year model, the way that timing worked out, you know, with the pandemic in 2021, we were just able to get out the, um, the one show, the Baltimore show in um, September. And it's interesting because, you know, the way that timing worked, our shows kind of flip-flopped when they would be held. So typically, you know, when we did the show in September, that would have been our West coast show kind of time. Um, but like I said, I mean, we're not picky about when we do it. We were just excited to get back out there. So obviously we have February 2nd through 4th and Long Beach um, is the next big thing we have coming up. But we're also in the planning phases of our East Coast show that would likely be sometime in late summer, early fall of 2022. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and for those who you know want to learn more about mm -hmm. it and hopefully attend, um, tons of great content. Where can they go to learn more about what you're doing and kind of keep following the the journey of the Cannabis Science Conference? Yeah, absolutely. So they can check out CannabisScienceConference.com and we have a lot of great info there, including um, the agenda and speaker information. So you can scroll through and see all of our speakers and content um, and also check out, you know, the bios of who's speaking. Um, it's great because it's really simple on our website. You can kind of pick the whole agenda or you can filter through the specific tracks you're trying to find out more information about, um, you know, on all social media, can at Cannabis Science Conference, except for Twitter, that's at CannaSciCon. Um, you know, we're just, like I said, we're just really excited to be finally getting back out there. And we had gr such a great turnout in, in Baltimore for, you know, for, for the time it was. Um, and we're just really excited. We have some legendary folks coming to join us for keynotes, like uh, Ed Rosenthal, who I'm sure all your listeners are familiar with, Ed, the guru of ganja, and Jeff Lowenthal's, who are both um, cultivation, you know, leaders in the field. Um, you know, we have Dr. Denise Vidal from the University of Miami, who actually spoke in our Baltimore show about her cannabis research, but we'll be speaking in Long Beach about her psychedelic research. Um, we have great um, speakers like Amazon John Easterling that'll be speaking in our medical cannabis track, who's actually um, Olivia Newton-John's husband. They've been great friends to our show for many years. Um, and he typically would speak in our cultivation track over the years. But this year he's going to be doing a talk on our medical track and just talking a little bit about, you know, his process and what he does um, to help with, you know, his own family and the issues that they're dealing with um, and using cannabis for. So 
it's it's really great. You know, we're we're excited to get back out there, and and it's great to be working with Cannabis and Tech today again. Yeah, we're thrilled to talk with you. Um, are there any you know maybe closing thoughts or final takeaways you want to share with our audience before we we wrap it up? Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, I would just like to say you know to everyone that you know knowledge is power, and empowered patients or consumers make you know good decisions about their health and what they're doing. And, you know, our show is uh, primarily B2B, you know what I mean? A lot of our, our tracks do kind of focus on that, but our medical cannabis track is really great for the patients and consumers to really just learn more about why, you know, cannabis helps with this or that. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people don't even realize that they're using cannabis for, you know, a medical you know, reason until you do, you know, myself, I use it for anxiety and other issues. And, you know, as, like I said, a teenager earlier, I didn't realize that that was something that was helping me, but now I know more information and I I do know that that is what helps with my anxiety. Um, So I would just say, you know, I really encourage everybody to to get out there and check out the show and um, really come and and show up, participate and, you know, network and, and learn, you know, we have some of the world's leading experts coming together and we also pair it with a very uh, robust and busy ex- exhibition floor. So you can come and network and, you know, build your brand in that way as well. So we just hope everybody considers joining us in Long Beach for our first California edition. I think that's a great addition, Josh. I always think of Melissa Etheridge. I spoke with her. She said, um, cannabis is medicine, whether you realize it or not. And I think, um, you know, she said she's <laughs> gotten some backlash for, for saying that from people, but I feel like that's more true than we realize. Most people are using it for something, even if it's something that they're not consciously aware of. Um, and even these B2B events and yes. B2B content can feel um, maybe exclusionary to consumers, but I think there's so much to learn um, sure. from these events, whether you're in the industry or not. Um, it's it's shedding light on the science, on the processes, and what really goes into making this a consumer safe product, um, which I think everyone could could benefit from learning about. So uh, I appreciate that perspective a yeah, lot. Absolutely, and you know when talking about talk, yeah, and talking about Melissa Etheridge, I actually got the chance to meet her in Canada a few years ago, and you know I I totally agree, you know with with that, and you know one of the things that you'll learn a lot about in our show, especially in the medical track, is the endocannabinoid system. A lot of people, you know, obviously people in our industry, you know, like you, I'm sure know, but a lot of people, you know, just don't, don't understand that we all have this system in our bodies um, that does interact with the cannabinoids and cannabis. Um, And, you know, that being balanced is a very important part of homeostasis and health. So, you know, we're really, you know, just passionate about getting that education out there as much as possible. Yeah. I'm so glad it's great work. Um, And I'm just thrilled to see, see how it keeps developing and, I'm so grateful that in-person events are back and that you can do it safely. Um, So for everyone out there listening, be sure to check out the Cannabis Science Conference West in Long Beach. That's taking place February 2nd through the 4th. Um, And for all of our listeners, if you enjoy hearing about emerging science and technology in the cannabis space, be sure to follow us, uh, Cannabis Tech Talks, on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, um, and pick up our our newest issue on uh, newsstands now. Otherwise, I think that will wrap it up for Josh Crossney and myself, Patricia Miller. Thanks for joining us, and we will catch you next time. Today's episode of Cannabis and Tech Talks is brought to you by Enlighten. Enlighten helps companies in the cannabis space better understand, navigate, and reach customers throughout the entire customer journey. 
Enlightened's team of technologists, data analysts, and marketing professionals provide technology solutions and marketing services so clients can identify, attract, and retain new customers and unlock new opportunities that will increase profitability and help them gain competitive advantages in the market. Enlighten also supports small and emerging brands in the market with a simple and effective self-service platform called AdSuite. To learn more about Enlighten and everything they have to offer, go to getenlightened.io. Bye. <laughs>